Welcome to the Experience Life Podcast, where we are learning to escape our comfort zone and get out of our own way from holding ourselves back from the lives we know we are made for. My name is Sarah, and I'm a mom who is infatuated with personal growth. Join me on this journey to experience life through all of life's experiences. Welcome. So I know that was a little unconventional, but I was just blasting that song in my living room to my kids, making my oldest daughter have a dance party with me to celebrate my eight-year-old's win. She has been doing virtual school for however long we've been doing virtual school. It's that it's a new thing now. And Today, she had to read a story that she's been writing for a couple of weeks. Um, they took it paragraph by paragraph, and she had to read it out loud over a computer to her class. So she was so afraid to do this, and she almost backed out, where the teacher even said that she would read it for her for today, and Taylor was going to take that out. And I encouraged her, Taylor, you're not going to take that out because you can read that story. You can read that story so well. And so nobody can tell this story because it's your story. Nobody can tell that story the way you're going to tell that story. So when it came time to read the story, the teacher asked, who wants to read their story first? Nobody had read yet. And I saw her hesitate. And so the first kid read and she sat there all red and palms sweaty and nervous to even, she knew her time was coming and she was going to try and procrastinate it to be the last one. And I encouraged her to raise her hand next so that she could be the next one. Just get it over with, I said. Just do it. And then you don't have to worry about it. And I almost busted out crying when she put her little hand in the air when it came time to be the second person out of the whole class to read that story. And that little girl sat there and she read that story and she accentuated every word and she acted out every verb and she read that story so well and so fluently she didn't make one mistake. And when it was over, I felt like it was time to celebrate, to celebrate every little teeny tiny win because every little teeny tiny win, every little teeny tiny step you're taking, they're building resilience. They are teaching lessons. And even if she had raised her hand and she did, if she did make a mistake or she did screw up and she had to start over, it doesn't matter. It's not a failure because it was a lesson. She took it, right? She took that as raising her hand, getting over it. it she passed her fear. She went through it. She got to the other side of it. And then she had something to be proud of. And even if she did stumble upon the way, she still learned something from it. She still had something to be proud of. And I'm not telling you this for no reason. I'm telling you this because it's sort of, it, it, is, it is familiar to the story that I came here to tell you this week anyways. And so I decided that right now, while it's fresh in my brain, I was going to sit down with my mic. Now today I am downstairs 
in my basement that we've renovated into a home gym and then we kind of cut out a little piece for the kids to have a homeschool room where they have some desks and I tried to order three desks but I was only able to get two desks thanks to COVID. Apparently there's a short shortage of desks and I was lucky enough to get two desks. So I'm sharing a desk with one of the girls and I'm down here today at the desk. Uh, usually I'm like in the bathroom or in the closet or some weird place where it can be quiet but they're upstairs right now and they're happy with themselves because of their progress today. And so I'm able to be down here in this whole room with you, just me and you. But sometimes I got to tell you, I feel weird talking to nobody. Like I know I'm not talking to nobody. You're there. You're listening. You're getting this. I know you are because you tell me you are. But I need to look at somebody. And so I decided to pull up a picture of my kids on my computer. While I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm looking at a picture of of my kids because I don't have a picture of you, but I have a picture of my kids. And I want them to get my message too. And I want them to understand the things that I am learning, the things that I am communicating, and I want them to practice these things in their life too. So as well as I'm talking to you, I'm talking to them today. So what I'm going to talk about today, and I know you've heard this term because literally everybody alive has heard this term. You know the term, don't burn bridges? Ugh, it just irritates me saying it. I've always hated this. And I really just, I didn't know why. And so I had heard it recently, it came up, and I thought to myself, oh, that just bothers me. I have to uncover why I cannot under, I cannot stand this statement, and I don't understand why. And it doesn't hold value to me when somebody says, don't burn bridges. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I just don't agree with that. And it's I mean that it's true or it's true for you. Um, so, you know, it's not don't burn bridges. It is really burn the right bridges. You need to burn bridges. You need to burn the right bridges, okay? And this is delicate. So often we talk ourselves out of greatness because we are too focused on seeing our limitations, our failures, our setbacks, and we judge our lives based upon that. And we don't see our progression and our future. So peel that apart. In that statement, I said limitations, What are limitations? Where did they come from? They are self-adapted, right? You created these limitations or somebody created them and you adapted them as your limitations on yourself. Why? Why? Because your uh, parents told you so? Because your college told you so? Because your ex-husband told you so? Why? I want you to keep digging until you get to the root of where this limitation grew, until you can expose the entire root, where it came from, how you allowed it to grow there, and until you, so you can evaluate it and decide, is it a limitation that you're going to keep or is it a limitation that you're going to disregard? The second was failures. Failures are what you're perceiving as a failure. I personally, I don't believe in failure. I don't think anything is a failure. Nothing, nothing. I mean, I say, yes, I need to fail to learn. But so it's not really truly a failure or what you're thinking as a failure. I look at failure differently than most people. So how are you looking at failure? Failures to me are lessons. Okay, I didn't succeed the way I planned. I didn't succeed the way I set out to succeed on this thing. I didn't hit the end goal of what I was intending to hit this particular time. 
but I didn't fail because I learned something. So I can look at that scenario. I can look at that situation and I can find the lesson in it and I can learn from it. I can use it as a stepping stone to get to the goal, right? So really it was just, it was a rock. I tripped over a rock. I didn't fail. I didn't fall. I didn't go backwards. It was just a step. Third, setbacks. Setbacks are the same. It's it's just, okay, it, it puts you back a step. It didn't send you all the way back to square one. You're not all the way back to the beginning of your journey, right? Two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. You're still gaining one step with every single two steps forward, one step back. You are going to have setbacks. That is where you have to put yourself in overdrive and get through that setback, right? We don't recognize those three things are the progression towards our future. So ironically, a friend came to me this week and she was asking for some advice. And what's so funny is, and I watched it in her face, she actually knew what she needed to do, but she couldn't recognize it because she was looking at it through the wrong lens, okay? So what is helpful for me is something I learned from Trent Shelton. And he talks about the idea of the three R's and they are reality, release, and react. So first up, reality. A reality not faced is a life not lived. What? A reality not faced is a life not lived. So there's a reality. You're avoiding it, right? And you don't know what lives inside of that. What life lives inside or beyond of that? What's going on there that you need to expose? You are holding yourself back by not recognizing the reality. When you don't make a choice, life makes it for you. Are you willing to let life or anybody or anything make it for you? I'm not. I want to be in control. I want to be in the driver's seat. When you don't hold the control of your own life, who are you allowing the keys? I don't know about you, but I'm a real control freak and nobody's going to drive my car. Nobody's going to drive my life. Nobody's driving the car to my life. And you don't even realize that your indecision is a decision and it is actually a strong monumental decision that you're telling yourself you can hide from others you can sweep it under the rug per se from somebody else and they'll never even know that you thought this you won't expose yourself to be judged or um looked at but you cannot hide from yourself you nowhere to hide. You have to sleep with yourself. You have to go to bed and lay your head down on your pillow with yourself. You have to look in the mirror at yourself. So three things that you can do to face your reality, which was number one, reality, right? Of the three R's, reality is one, acknowledge it. You play the blame and complain game out of pain, out of fear. And you know, the funny thing is, is again, back to, we talked about this before is you're hiding from pain and fear, but 
you're actually sitting in pain and fear to avoid it? That makes no sense. So acknowledge it. Acknowledge what you're doing. You see something. You're, you know, so in my friend's instance, she knew that she was in this situation where she had paid money for something. And it was, you know, a good amount of money. And it was, she was not getting what she thought she should be getting out of this. And it was like a coaching situation. And she really wanted more from this person and more from this platform. And she signed up for this and she signed a contract. And the contract was um, for six months. And she's only one month in and she's already not getting what she needs. And I said to her, um, why do you think you need that, that coaching, you know, and what do you think that, what is it you're not getting that you're looking for? And she knew it. And I said, you already answered your question. You don't need the coaching. You, you thought you needed the coaching because you were afraid to fail because you don't think your self-limiting belief is you don't think that you know that you're not good enough. You're self-sabotaging. You're self-limiting. You're not good enough. You're telling yourself all the lies. You're believing those lies. But the reality was, is that she wasn't acknowledging that she already had the information inside of her. She already knew what she wanted. She already knew what she needed to do. And she was looking for somebody else to tell her that. And nobody could tell her that. Nobody, no amount of money could buy her that because she already knew it. So first acknowledge it. Don't, don't play the blame and complain game. Just acknowledge what you're doing. Second, own it. Okay, so this isn't working because, or this happened to me because, you can't blame it on somebody else. It's not my ex-husband's fault that I ended up a single mom. Yes, he's a shitbag. Yeah, he he bailed. But you know what? Uh, this is my, I'm a mom. I chose to be a mom, right? I chose to bring two children into the world. So that is me owning that. Now I need to own being responsible for them. That's just as an example for you, but that can literally apply to anything. Own it. Own what, what can you control? I can't control, um, X, Y, and Z, but I can control A, B, and C. So how are you going to own controlling A, B, and C? And then you're going to face it. So after you've acknowledged it, you've owned it, you're going to face it. You cannot fix it if you don't face it. The only way to the other side is through. You tried to back away, tried to ignore. That won't get you across the bridge. It will take you backwards. And we're not trying to go backwards. So the only way to the other side is through. You can't go around. You can't stay put. You can't get to the other side unless you go through. You have to face it. Put on those big girl pants and face it. Cross the bridge. So after you can accomplish that, then you can step into release. If a flower doesn't bloom, you don't blame the flower. You change the environment, right? I'm going to say that again. If a flower doesn't bloom, You don't blame the flower. You change the environment. Sometimes environments, people, jobs need to be scorched. Start looking at everything like it's a bridge. Everything, people, jobs, situations. Are people and things leading you towards your yes? What is your yes? What is your why? Why are you doing this? What are your goals? What do you want? If they are not leading you forwards, they are leading you, drawing you backwards, sucking you in. And it's time to light a match. I want you to literally envision this, okay? Whatever the thing is that's drawing you back, the bridge that's open behind you, 
toss that match, that lit scorched match, toss it in the air as you walk on by and you flip your hair back and forth and you can't walk away from it and burn that bridge behind you. Burn, baby, burn. It's not serving you. Get rid of it. Get over it. Are you surrounded by people who don't want you to go They don't want to go where you're going, okay? You're going somewhere. It's very clear to you. You've envisioned it. You've pictured it. You're going. You're going forward. You're going to cross that bridge, and they're not coming, and they don't want to go with you. You, you, Maybe you've tried, and they don't want to come, but you love them. I I know that. I've been there. I get it, but my my best advice to you is don't be loyal to people. Be loyal to principles. People who respect my principles, they then deserve my loyalty. And let me tell you something. When I am loyal, I am loyal to the grave. Nobody is as loyal as me. Ask my husband. I am the most loyal person. But you have to respect my principles to get those loyalties. I don't, I'm not loyal to people. I am loyal to principles. And when you are loyal to my principles, I will be loyal to you. So there are few people in this world that have earned that for me because there are truly few people who will respect that for you always. You can plant the seeds, foster the growth. You can try, you know, like you plant the seed in the garden. You, you water it every day. Not necessarily always every day for every person or everything, but you can you know, take initiative to try and tell them where you're going. What are you doing? Get them interested. Get them on board. And you can foster that. But when it becomes constant energy sucking, always drawing you backwards, time to light the match. And that takes you to your last R, which is react. And react doesn't even really need a description. Lighting the match, scorching the bridge, that is your reaction, okay? So toss this, toss it in the air right behind you and keep on walking. That is the bridge you're burning. You've got to burn some bridges behind you if you want to keep going forward. If you don't burn the bridges behind you, then there's all of those avenues, all of those pathways open behind you and you're going to get confused and you're going to be sure to be going back onto one of them. Maybe like my friend, you don't need to light the match yet, but you need to come at it from another angle. Look at it through a different lens. Cross it again before you burn it. Be intentional about the decision that you're making. She planted the seed in reaching out and coming at it from another angle with the person that she needed to make this communication with, to have this hard conversation that she was trying to avoid until she recognized it, acknowledged it, and she decided to face it. And for her, it worked. The growth was fostered and then there was no need to burn the bridge anyways as of yet. And she was feeling, what she was feeling was drawing her back down from where she had envisioned that she had wanted to be going. Some bridges you have to burn in your life in order to grow. They may be leading you to a lesser you. Doesn't that scare you when you think about it? It scares the hell out of me when I think about bridges that are still open behind me that are just like, they're like open tabs on your iPhone. They're open tabs in your brain. Swipe that shit out. Um, Some bridges you've got to burn. Some bridges you don't want. They are opportunities to go backwards to a lesser you. And if you are a leader, And a lot of you are leaders and you don't even realize that you're a leader. Being even one person and that's your child or your spouse, 
your leader. Somebody's le- somebody is leaning on you, looking to you for leadership, okay? I wear many different leadership hats in my life, and this platform as a podcast is one of them, and I would feel so guilty if I didn't show up here for you, and I didn't bring you the best information and the best research about a certain topic that I felt was necessary. So I'm leading you. I'm leading my children. I lead my husband. I lead my staff at my job. I'm a leader in different ways. Now I want you to challenge yourself to look at your life and find just one way that you're a leader. I know you're a leader in some form because you probably wouldn't even be here listening to this personal development podcast if you weren't a leader. Leaders need leadership. I look to so many people for leadership and then I bring it back to utilize it in my life, in my platforms to lead others. When you are a leader and you are staying in an environment that is drowning you, it's hurting the people that you're leading. Are you willing to allow those things to negatively affect the people that are under you? Think of it like a little tree, like a like a tree of life. And you're up here and I'm trying to show you with my hands, but I know you can't see me. And you're up here. And all the people that are stemming off from you, are you willing to give them the lesser you? I'm not. I'm not willing to give you the lesser me. So I have to ask myself, are these environments at the root, are they giving me the lesser me? Or are they leading me to the better me, to the future me, to the one I'm working towards? Are they drawing me back? Are these certain people in these certain environments, are they bringing me backwards or are they bringing me forwards? Ask yourself that. Be intentional enough to pay attention to this. Be brave enough to pay attention to this. You're doing so good just listening to this. I know, I know you understand. I, 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 I was so hard for me to understand this. Good job, girl. I see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me to experience life. If you like this episode, please spread the love and share it with a friend or tag me on social media. You can always find me on Instagram at Miss Sarah Jack. That's M-S dot S-A-R-A-H underscore J-A-C. Until next time, enjoy the ride.